0: This episode of the You and Me podcast is brought to you by The Bridal Journey and Wonderlust Creative. Today, we spotlight wedding industry experts Toby Toby and the incredible voice behind the name Renee. I'm Laura from Wonderlust Creative, a bespoke wedding and event planning company that specializes in creating unique and personal events. And I am joined, as always, by Andy, owner of The Bridal Journey, a premium wedding blog and research platform, the best go to for all your wedding inspiration. Toby Toby play music for the lovers all around the world playing a variety of music from most genres from old school to new school traveling around the world whilst making weddings unforgettable is what makes their heart go boom they give us tips on booking in your wedding music and what to look for when deciding on an artist so here is Renee let's dive on in Good morning. And today's episode, we are chatting to industry experts, Toby Toby. We have the lovely Renee on the mic with us. Good morning. Good morning. It's so nice to be chatting with you guys. Oh, it's so nice to have you on. Thank you for joining
1: us. No, it's no problems. It's um it's really exciting actually to be um talking about weddings again because you know we've kind of been in lockdown and haven't been at a wedding for quite some time. So I'm just, I'm just sort of like itching, itching to, to get out there and, and yeah, to chat about this sort of stuff. So it's,
0: um, yeah, it's exciting. Super exciting. Yeah. Cause it's been a long break between, um, between weddings for everybody. And for you guys, you do a fair bit of international travel. So you would have probably been soaking up a little bit more sunshine than you are normally or you are now yes um
1: it's it is it's slightly weird to be here in the in the cold but it, it's a nice change um but it's um yeah, we usually would be um in Italy or France right now, which is stop it, <laughs> it <sounds> so- <laughs> <laughs> um but um it, it has been good for us I guess because um, we've just had a little baby and um it, it sounds super selfish but we we have really enjoyed just Um, hanging out with him. And
0: um, yeah, so it it did come at a good sort of time, I guess, for us. Yeah, I bet it did. So Renee, tell us a little bit about Toby Toby and about um, you and Jamie and and how this all kind of transpired.
1: Um, Jamie and I used to be in an original band together. I I was actually signed to Universal Music when I was younger. um, And Jamie was in a, um, hip hop band <laughs> called the Melodics. Really? Yeah, yeah. If anyone wants to look it up, um, it's it's actually super cool. Um, uh yeah, they, they were called the Melodics, and I was sort of doing solo stuff, and um, uh, I just decided that I wasn't really happy with my label. I don't know if you guys know much about the original music, but it, it is really quite hard and labels have a tendency to um shelve artists or just sort of like forget about them after a while and I felt like that was kind of me so me and Jamie um joined a an original project and then maybe four or so years after that um and then we we'd sort of um gotten together as a couple as well we were just like you know we we um might as well try start playing some weddings um and we started off playing as a as a full band um but i must admit my heart um always kind of drew me to the um more romantic um moments i guess so the ceremonies and the canapae uh canapés and first dances and that sort of thing um was where was what i was kind of drawn to um, so yeah i guess toby toby was born out of that out of that love for those those special moments
2: lovely it sounds so amazing of journey and so what steps should brides take when looking for an entertainment option for their wedding day
1: um I thought about this um I think it depends on what you really want um out of music for your wedding so and how and how you feel about music so I really wanted something different at my wedding. Um, uh, so I went for sort of like a bow diddly um, band called the Dingalings um, and they were kind of like rockabilly, really cool, um, cute um, kind of thing. That, And, you know, the music was really sort of rare and interesting, I guess. Um, and then I really wanted dirty R&B for <laughs> like, um, alter ego coming out yeah exactly um you know Christina Aguilera like all that kind of like old school um awful um stuff so we just went for a live four-piece band at the beginning and then we just had an iPod um pretty much play at the end um and I had my best friend who's a um Who's a beautiful singer? Um, sing me down the aisle, um, which was yeah, super incredible. Um, so yeah, I guess it, it depends what what you love about music, how attached you are to music. If you just if you just really want to party and you know you don't really care how, then you can you can sort of have a a full band and a DJ. If you really really love live music, then I would always suggest to go a full band or um you know sort of like what we do as like a a duo or a trio over your ceremony because those kind of moments the pre-ceremony ceremony ceremony and canapes is where you can really hear and feel the kind of vibe that a, a duo and a trio can can bring um yeah so yeah it really depends on on you and what you love and. I would suggest heading out to sort of Instagram or um, also asking people that are around for the moments that you want to make special. So for instance, if you really want live music over your ceremony, I would, I would ask your celebrant or, um, you, know, you know, have you worked with any amazing musicians and they can give you a list. Um, recommendations are always... Are, you know, always really good. I think, um, yeah. Um, and then for the live band part, um, you know, you could ask your venue for recommendations or look up some sites like, um, yeah, your lovely site, Andy. You know, things that sort of like can can help you to sort of get an idea of what of what you want.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so, because you guys are a duo, you offer both. Being able to play pre-ceremony, ceremony, and canapes, and also at reception.
1: I, I kind of say to brides, we're definitely not a a dancing band. We're kind of like more the finer, finer moments, I guess. So like, um, yeah, ceremony, canapes, um, first dance, um, and then we always suggest if if a couple want dancing to then have a DJ or a full band um but we do we do sometimes do um f- like the entire day um or the entire evening but that that depends on the wedding so if it's if it's like a small wedding with like 20 people which is you know appropriate for what's happening right now and the couple are yeah, absolutely. Really, if they're kind of like oh no I don't really care about dancing I just want a really nice vibe throughout the whole mm-hmm. The whole thing then yeah we that's fine we can definitely cater to that but um yeah we're, we're I guess um I'd love to also do the um the reception part of the night but I feel like um we can really hone our craft and hone what we what we love and yeah I think we've sort of stuck to that kind of thing I guess
0: Yeah. And it's when you find a niche in the market and you know what you're really, really good at and you know what means the most to you as an artist and being able to showcase your music rather than getting it and your talent rather than getting it drowned out, you know, when people are 12 cocktails deep and Beyonce (laughs) is playing. Um, it just uh, allows couple to book you for the right reason and it resonates they they will see you guys consistently doing these beautiful um intimate events or the intimate part of the day and then they will just probably tend to book accordingly I would I would think
1: yeah I I hope so yeah and I I think what what you said is exactly right what what you love and what you're drawn to is what you should you know push towards and work towards um and yeah it just so happens that it um people do really see the value in um in music in those moments when we first started five years ago I really didn't know how it was going to go or if people were interested because you know obviously live music is super important at the um to get people up and dancing um but it's nice to see now the importance that people, that couples are placing on, on having live music during,
2: you know, during the more quiet sort of moments. And um, you also work internationally quite often. So, you know, how far in advance do couples need to book, um, book you for an international wedding, but also, you know, um, keeping in mind that if you're wanting it local as well, knowing that you might be overseas uh, for the better half of the year, you know, what, you know, when's the best time to kind of think about your music options and when to book in?
1: Um, I reckon as early as possible um, because that will sort of help us to know where we're going to be and when. Um, with overseas weddings, it's a bit like a juggling act, you um, one wedding, um, early July could be in France, and then three days later could be in Puglia, in Italy. So it can be, it can be really um, difficult from our end, I guess, but in a in a in a good way. We really love that challenge of, you know, trying to find out how we're going to get from. Milan to 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 Puglia the next day but
0: um but it um it's a nice um a nice problem to have but what people don't realize when you travel for work the stress that comes with you know you don't you don't get to run an hour behind and you've got all your luggage and your instruments and everything's so fragile and precious it's you know um, there are, there are some things with traveling internationally for work that um people might not see
1: Oh gosh, yeah, um, and uh, this year we're trying to be a little bit more, I guess, responsible because we'll we'll have our baby with us, and um, so yeah, that, that that's going to be interesting in and of itself. So uh, we're giving, <laughs> we're giving ourselves a good few days between between each wedding, but for brides specifically, yeah. I would say definitely as early as possible. And what I'm loving right at the moment, and what's really great for all for all vendors, really is. Um, brides are coming to me with a couple of dates, uh, a couple of options, so they might be like, "Oh, you know, we've got September ten, we've got September fifteen, and um, you know, could you make one of those work? Um, and that yeah, that will be, give us the best chance of being able to to be there and and yeah,
0: make it all happen. Yeah, absolutely. So, regardless of international or local events for you guys, does it, what kind of additional extras other than booking you as their preferred option? What do couples need to think about when they do book you do you do they need to consider um obviously when they travel when you travel abroad there's there's travel costs there might be acom but locally do they are you self-sufficient as a setup or do you require um you know electrical points power all that kind of stuff to be able to can you do anywhere
1: well good question um locally um we can pretty much do everything so we, we've got a um, beautiful little rechargeable speaker that you know looks really slick because um, I'm all about aesthetics as well um, but yeah because <laughs> you know it's it, I, I just I hate coming to a venue or um, seeing this beautiful flower arrangement and then you have this ghastly you know metre wide <laughs> speaker set up mm-hmm. um, so yeah <laughs> um, we Locally um, in Victoria, we usually bring that speaker and maybe another powered speaker. Um, it's always nice to have power, but if if the couple don't have power, that's that's fine. We can just bring that along. Yeah. Um, in Europe, it's a whole other ball game. Um, yeah, we can only take our instruments with us, um, which is which is honestly hard enough with the double bass sometimes, um, but. Couples can usually find everything they need through their planner if they're if they're using a planner um, through the venue, or also a good idea if booking us specifically or um, a sort of duo for early in the evening, and then you want a party later is to get a DJ who also has their own setup who can who can provide for us. Um, yeah, so, so they can that's just cool. plug in. Yes, yeah. So that, that's actually quite common um, and sometimes these DJs play saxophone as well, which is um, really sought after at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I would suggest asking, asking the planner or asking the venue or um, looking online for, for DJs and that kind of thing for Europe, for, for here. Um yeah, there's no dramas at all. It's it's you pretty yeah.
0: much do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you got any um because I think we're all just dreaming of a European summer and really trying to forget that it was like minus <laughs> 10. 20. Yeah but overseas, have you got any super memorable moments that you've done recently in your last trip over there that you could talk to us about and what the vibe was like? Um memorable moments, okay.
1: Um there are so many um, destination destination weddings are so beautiful. Um, and I think the part I love about them the most is because um, family and friends are sort of forced to spend time together over <laughs> like, two or three days in the lead up. Um, so there's kind of like this nice community vibe instead of it just being like, oh hey um I haven't seen you in you know two years how are you How's the kids how's the job and you know it's it, you yeah. know that, that kind of um small talk I guess is is not there when you have the yep. destination wedding um mm-hmm. so I love them um I I also love them because they tend to be smaller which is also appropriate yeah for what's going on right now it, they they mm-hmm. you know, people really connect. Um, people tend to listen. Um, and we're, we're so not about people stopping and, and watching us. That's not the point of why we're there, but you can definitely feel the energy of somebody when they do tune in for say 30 seconds or something, or, um, you know, they sort of clap more or request more songs. Yeah. Or it's it's yep. sort of like, a, I don't know, it's kind of like you're a part of it. You feel you feel like a guest or something as well um yeah yep. so it's it, they're beautiful and um I I guess one that comes to mind from last year was um Ibiza or did you, did you say it, abita or abiza?
0: I don't know Abiza. <laughs> I'm so glad that you guys are stumped on that too <laughs> like, we, say- were, we were actually just laughing about you saying Pulia. Pulia. Is that, yeah, is that how you say it? Because we said it totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I hope
1: that's how you say it. Is that how you say it? Puglia, right? Or is it Puglia? Pu- so the whole um, time we are interviewing a bride
2: last week, we are saying Puglia. So she that.
0: <laughs> To everybody listening who lives there, we're really sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so Ibiza or Ibiza. Um we'll, we'll go with <laughs>
1: Will take either. Yes, yes. Um, w- beautiful couple. Um, small wedding, twenty people. They they hired an Airbnb on a cliff face. Uh, with, you know, one of those pools that, you know, you can't see the edge. You ju- it just kind of yep. runs, So it looks like it goes into the ocean. Um,
0: infinity pool. Yes, yes,
1: that's the one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we just played. Um, sort of s- some background music over there, kind of reception. The bride ended up being in the pool at one stage, like it was. Oh my shooty, god! Yeah, relaxed and beautiful. And and then the next day, we drove to this sort of secret location where the bride and groom had had, I guess, some romantic times. Um, not not in a dirty way, I'm sure. In a, just a very lovely, <laughs> lovely looking. Mm-hmm. Over sunset, <laughs> <So, laughs> they, they bought their entire um guest list I guess um over to this special spot and we we sort of sat on the cliff edge um you know and played a little concert I guess for them for about 20-25 minutes um and as the sun was going down the bride and groom had a little dance on the cliff face it was just like oh my like, god just you know, beautiful it was it was really beautiful um but yeah most uh, yeah i I'd, I'd say most destinations destination weddings um you know if you do have a a villa anywhere it, it all, they all turn out just so lovely um not that weddings here aren't gorgeous because they are um it's it is a
0: it is a different thing I guess over there yeah it is it's a totally different thing and so it would be so hard to compare them because they depending on where in the world you are it will have a different feel and a different vibe and then you know the size of the wedding plays a massive part in how the day transpires. So, I mean, look, it's how do you choose your favorite part of your job? Do you have one? Is there something that every time you you perform or every time you do something, it's, you know, is it, it, do you have a favorite?
1: Yes, it's definitely the ceremony and the aisle, aisle moment. Um, I really put my entire heart and <laughs> soul, it sounds so silly but um I just I I love it so much and I can feel how special it is every single time I think we've probably played I don't know how many weddings maybe 500 weddings or something but it's like I I just think they're just such a magic special moment and I feel honored to be to be there performing during it it just feels like such a pleasure and um yeah, I I adore it, and I the other thing I love is after the wedding, I I, I really love hugging. Bryce. <laughs> like, yeah, I really so love. Am I'm such a hugger. <laughs> you have that chance. You might not have ever spoken even, um, because a lot of yeah. my interactions are just through email, and you do yeah. you can get a good vibe from a person though through how a person communicates, even through email. Um, so yeah sometimes it's just like oh this is so nice to just yeah. be hugging you and it's your special day and I'm so glad to have played that moment and sometimes it doesn't happen and couples are you know whisked away to get photos taken and that's completely fine we always understand I never it's kind of like that weird oh do I go up and say hello and give her a cuddle or do I wait and I it's kind of like I I try my best just to hold back and wait for the for the bride or the groom to come up and say hello, because I do feel like it's such an important day with so much going on that I don't want to take up too much time. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, a, when, a, when a bride or groom does email me after and, and say, you know, it's it's everything that I that I wanted, it's everything that I thought it would be and more. I I, I just it just fills me up with joy, and I yeah, it's it, so those two things I guess are my are my favourite
0: well, it it just proves that you're doing you know what you think you're doing and filling it with your whole being and putting everything into you into the performance that you give for your couples that is exactly what you're doing because they're appreciative so much, yeah, yeah, for how it all goes down yeah yeah, yeah,, yeah. Uh, but there's been that many times that I've been you know had to say to the photographer, "Please don't take an ugly crying shot with me and my bride because." I've just walked down the aisle, and the the songs playing, and it's just magic. And there I am in the background, like mascara stained cheeks, like <laughs> just waiting for my time to give them a cuddle because it's really special. And you you get to know a couple super intimately, and you yeah. are there in one of the most you know personal parts of their relationship journey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and they've chosen you to perform for them, and it's it's yeah, it's a really it's a magical feeling. Oh totally.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's so beautiful. And sometimes I mean it depends on I don't know how you feel but um you know depending on the time of the month if I'm hormonal I can literally be crying like during crying the-, the whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like um it's it's yeah, it it is beautiful. It's it's kind of like uh, being a part of a little uh romant- romantic co- movie. I guess <laughs> every single wedding it's like it's
0: like a nice uh it's yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's a good feeling, and so I mean, not only do you perform covers at weddings, but I know that you've also released some beautiful um original music, and one single your single castaway was released recently well semi recently now um which is so beautiful. do couples Aww. choose their playlist or do you get an idea for their um you know their vibe and their their feelings and what they like and do you guys kind of just freestyle i suppose the music choice from there how does that work
1: um uh, every couple is completely different and it's so uh, okay. we're, open, we're open to every single way that people like to do it you know, for in, for instance there was a um, a couple in uh, when they get married it was somewhere in italy and they want they actually wrote out Song by song, what they wanted us to play during each set. So it was like, oh wow, it was it was very specific. And I wondered myself, like, how is this going to go? Like, usually I'm a very like I go by the vibe. I like to like look around at the crowd and see, you know, oh, you know, Uncle Bob over there looks like he's really enjoying Johnny Cash. Let's you know do a couple more of those, or you know, like try and cater it to people almost. Um, Yeah, yep, yep,
0: yep. Feel the
1: room. Yes, yeah, suit the room. But, yeah, this couple really knew their crowd and it worked so well. It was, like, all, like, Nick Cave and Bon Iver and, like, uh, uh, you know, just all kind of indie uh, alternative music and everyone yeah. was just loving it and getting into it. So that worked really well. On the other hand, some couples are like, I just want to choose my three important songs, which would be your aisle that- um, song, Finding mm-hmm. um, song and exit song, and then you just choose the rest. Um, yes, okay. And that works just to me. Uh, it both are really good. Uh, other times we have this um, Excel spreadsheet of songs which we send every couple, and they highlight they highlight as many songs or as few songs as they like, and send it back to us. Um, I always think that is really good because that gives us an idea you know, okay, you love Mumford & Sons and you really love Cat Power or, you know, and then we can sort of like cater our choices around that kind of vibe. Um, So, yeah, yeah, I think any way you like, you just, uh, you do you and just (laughs) let us know what you like and we can go from there.
2: Beautiful. And um, what has been your most tear-jerking song to perform?
1: I reckon... I reckon can't help falling in love even though it's it's so it's been done so many times but I think there's a reason why it's it's so popular and it's because it's so lovely and lush and the words are perfect um or or 500 miles I also love that um yeah the words are actually quite you know romantic and and nice in that as well um yeah, I would say
0: that kind of falling in love or or five hundred miles, I reckon. Yeah. Oh it's beautiful. And so for um for you for you guys who, you know, are obviously doing so many different um, styles of music, which would be a really hard feat in itself. I mean, you've got the way that you perform and how how you um how you mesh together, but do you have any favorite genres or any favourite artists that might be a little bit out of the box that you, you know, love to chuck a sneaky one in there and perform it?
1: <laughs> um, I really love Feist. Do you guys know Feist? Yep. Um, no, you, I'm you, so not good
0: with music.
1: No, no, it's fine. I mean, I'm so hopeless with names. I, I, I'm i so lucky I have my iPad in front of me, otherwise I would not know any names. But yeah, I think, um, I think Feist is super upbeat and like indie cool Um, yeah yeah and I I really love busting any of her songs out Um, but I really love I love to make people happy so if you if your favorite is you know Mumford and Sons then I'll just put everything I can into into the into those kinds of songs or um, yeah yeah so as long as you like it I will be happy, but I guess yeah. My my sort of fave, fave. I also love singing in French, so I love "Le Roe. Oh. and Rose," um, and yeah, that I I really enjoy singing that every time because it's a, a nice little challenge, and I love Edith Piaf. Um, so yeah,
0: yeah. Do, do you speak any of the European languages
1: oh God, while you're over there? No, oh no not at all terrible at it I've, I've been on Duolingo trying to learn French for like the last <laughs> five, yeah, years. five
2: years <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's I'm, I'm probably know maybe two sentences and yep. yeah, I'm hopeless do you guys know do you speak any other languages
0: I spoke Italian at school and that was one of my like in ISO I'm going to relearn Italian <laughs> I'm like I'm going to relearn it and then you know children and that was not at the top of my priority list but I would love to have another language under my belt I think there is nothing more romantic and the way that Italian and French and Spanish all kind of merge together and you know you can pick up little bits from each um dialect and it all just sounds so 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 romantic I'd love to I'd love to speak it it I is know. the romance being able to walk into a cafe and be like blah, 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 blah. It'd be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself a big hat on the back and get your croissant and leave. <laughs> oh my god, I know, I know. Actually, a French a
1: French gentleman came up to me after a wedding at Stone to the Arrow Valley and he was like, he started talking to me beautifully in French, and I was like, Oh no, 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 sorry. I just know that one song in French. It was like he was like, <laughs> what? He was like he was so surprised. He was like, "Oh, it sounded so good," and I was like, "Oh, that is like amazing because I I didn't know if I was pronouncing everything correctly, but um, yeah, it's I it's just such there's such beautiful languages out there. It would be so good to know to know one, but. Yeah. Alas, yeah,
0: it would would, wouldn't it? But alas, I know because there are so many other things going on, like your little man as well. And have you, um, you you know, you've recently released Castaway. Has there been any more of your original music in the works that could be potentially upcoming sometime yes. soon?
1: Yes, and and thank you for saying that lovely what you said before about Castaway. Sorry, I just I completely just jumped into the Beautiful. question. Beautiful, yeah, very nice of you to say. Um. Yeah, we do have a song we wrote about our son. Actually, um, oh, stop. I don't. I don't know if it sounds lame or, but it would just. It so naturally came out of me that I was like, "Oh no, this is." Yeah. I really want to put this out there, so we we got that recorded recently, and one of my best friends, Ainsley, um, sang some harmonies on it, and um, Jamie's actually singing on it, um, which is awesome because to get Jamie to sing is really hard i've been trying to get him to sing for a long time but he does yeah yeah um so yeah we we will have some new things out in the next in the next couple of months and i and i do say to couples they're always welcome to use any of our cover covers or originals um in their videos um so yeah anyone's welcome to use yeah for sure
2: lovely well thank you so much for joining us today Oh, no worries. Gosh, it
1: was a pleasure, guys. Thank you so much for having me. That was, that was lovely. That was
0: so good. Thank you for transporting us to um, Europe for half this podcast as well, because I do feel like I'm just that little bit warmer. Oh. Um, and we've been on a little international break, which would have been so <laughs> lovely right now.
1: I know. I know. Gorgeous. Like, um, I wonder when we'll all be allowed to fly again. I just. I, mean, I know. When?
0: when will it be? Yeah, it's crazy, and it's so like it's so hard to even, you know, like maybe 2022, you're 100 percent confident that you'll be able to board a plane with no qualms. Maybe yeah. I don't know, but I feel like saying that out loud is just too depressing for us to do. So. I
1: know, I know, and we, we've got um 2021 couples locked in for for years. And yeah, I'm, I'm even nervous. I'm I, like, I'm, I'm I'm nervous for them as well. I just I I hope it all comes back to normal because for us, I mean, I love going overseas, but gosh, I just hope that for the couples, it's it's just it's not so too much of a headache for them because international weddings are hard enough to plan, let alone when you're having to think about, oh, will it even happen? Or oh, yeah, it's yep. It's turning into a nightmare I had this one beautiful gay couple It was going to be my first um gay couple in France and they had they apparently the venue would not allow them to cancel because um because everything's sort of opening up again yeah um, yeah. so they emailed me saying oh you know we have to go ahead I'm so sorry we really wanted you to be there and you know um and I was just like Oh my gosh! What if all your guests were coming from Australia and they were like, "I know we have all these, we have all these guests coming from um, all over the world, and some of them might not be able to come now." And I'm just like, crazy. "Oh, yeah,
0: how
1: crazy. Is that?
0: that's just yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's crazy, and you know, so much goes into planning a wedding anyway, whether it be local or international, and then to have this thrown in makes it." really tough for everyone involved vendors and the couples yeah yeah absolutely yeah, it's crazy, oh, it's a crazy. it is oh. all right Renee thank you so much for joining us today it was such a good chat and no, no, um no, no, love no. hearing about all your wedding day experience and it's super good and looking very forward for your new um, song to be released in the thank not so distant you. future very exciting thanks guys Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the You and Me podcast. If you're after any of the suppliers mentioned in today's episode, you can head on over to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast and jump into our episode release where we've tagged all these incredible suppliers featured in this interview. If you're a bride or groom and would like to chat to us about having your wedding featured on the You and Me podcast, you can send us a submission DM to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast titled Real Couple Submission or message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the You and Me podcast. Leaving reviews, rating the episodes, sharing the love with all your loves and subscribing to our podcast really helps us to continue producing the amazing content designed just for you so don't be shy. You can also follow our ordinary lives with Andy over at The Bridal Journey and Laura at Wonderlust Creative. Thanks for joining.